Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Up next on Inside Champ Car, episode 100. Welcome to Inside Champ Car. I'm Brian Belansky. The guy above me is, of course, none other than Bill Strong. And the boss is in the other little window there. Chelsea Vickery, welcome to the show. I think this is your second appearance, right? Yes, thanks for having me. You've done a very good job of avoiding me. I mean, Bill, I mean us, up <laughs> to this point. And after the show, you may say, I'm going to continue avoiding you. <laughs> right. we, will, we will try not to make it too painful. Uh, but welcome and congratulations. My first chance to chat with you since you uh, you achieved the, uh, the the top dog status at Champ Car. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. How, how, how is it when you're now in the big, big chair? <laughs> big shoes to fill. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we're checking, checking forward, you know, just always looking to the future and improving where we can. Cool. Cool. Well, this is our 100th episode, Bill. This is like, I feel like we should have like party hats and some, you know, crystal and and uh, really do well, it you up. You told me about the 100th episode because I don't keep tabs on that. Like <laughs> two hours That's ago. That's my job. And- it wasn't two hours ago. I told you anything. like three days ago. Yeah. Just, you know, don't make Chelsea it. Chelsea has me doing so Dramatic. much work. Yeah. Oh. He's yeah. such a drama queen. <laughs> How do you put up with him? I, I only have to put up with him an hour a week. Yeah. That's what I was going to tell you. Uh, when you mentioned that, you know, just on Tuesday nights, fine every day. I know. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I talk do you to have a good the therapist? Time. I don't know why we're talking to her now. Because, you know. <laughs> Do you, do you have, have a, a therapist? Do you have a good therapist? Because I know I know Bill's wife has a good therapist. Yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, twenty-five years as of yesterday, buddy. Yeah, congratulations. We're twenty-five yeah. years in October, yep. so that's did an accomplishment. She, did she see what she posted on Facebook? No, twenty-five years, and you're still alive. Yeah, well, that's empty. <laughs> you posted that I'm still happy to be with that ball and chain. So yeah. come on, I mean, you, you deserved it, Bill. Well. Right. You know, it's my ball and chain, so, you know, it's good. Uh, so 100 <laughs> episodes, you're here with us now. It's the start of a brand new year. We've got a new new person running the show. It's like it's like, it's like like all of these little flowers are sprouting up from the racetrack, around the sides of the racetrack, and, and you're like, Brian, so, you're so full of crap. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, well, let, let, let's start... Let's start with uh, Sebring. Yes. We just got done with Sebring a couple of weeks ago. Ended the and, year. Uh, it was great. Yep. 90, yep. I think we had 97, 96 cars. Um, it, was, it was a good time. Um, nice weekend, pretty clean, and yeah, some people went home with some hardware. Nice hardware, too. Mm-hmm. What? We're about to roll into Road to Atlanta, yep. and that's next weekend, so excited about that to kick off the year. 57 entries so far, and it uh, should be a good run. Yep. Jackie Size is running that one. She's doing a great job. Uh, she's been doing the planning and corresponding with the track. She's a new director coming in, as well as Andy Batts. He will be doing uh, Virginia the 12-hour in March. So those will, they're pretty much kicking off the season. So nice. it's going to be good. Nice. And you've got a couple of races, and you go to national championships. So lots of exciting stuff going on. What's what's going on behind the scenes that we should know about? Because I know you've been busy doing a lot of stuff, getting ready for the season. 
What's uh, what is the what are the fun things that we're going to see this year that uh, you want to share with us? Taxes. <laughs> Taxes. Yeah, that is, that's kind of what we've been we've been doing. Yeah, just closing out you know twenty twenty three on the business side of things, and you know just looking at revamping kind of um, some of our our equipment. Um, it's kind of the beginning of the year. We're getting. I don't know, new team shirts and just stuff like that. All we got new local. sponsors. We got some new sponsors coming on. Sponsor. So we worked really hard over the last six months to get some sponsors. And and, and they uh, are? A whole bunch of them. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you're, yeah, you're going to drop let, new sponsors and not expect me to ask you who they are, Bill, yeah, come let, on. Let me, let me bring over really the... We are really excited uh, about Tire Rack. Tire Rack has rejoined for the next three years. Right. Super excited and thankful to have them as a partner um they're super supportive of our series and we're really thankful uh, for their support and it, it really helps out this club uh, tremendously so so if you didn't have tire rack for instance how much would your entry fees have to go up a million dollars <laughs> that's really what it is you know we, we talked to them and it's kind of like getting the message out there it's like you know you you see tire rack and everybody's like well, where's my free tires where are these tire giveaways but really that their support in our series gives us the ability to put on these races for at a low cost right. um, entry fees. So that's what that money goes to is allowing us to keep those entry fees at a lower cost. Because it costs, what, $25 a day to rent a racetrack, right? At least. <laughs> at least. And that's the, yeah. And, you know, we're right now, that's another thing behind the scenes is we're getting our contract set, uh, getting those deposits out and it, it's, you know, racetracks yeah, have to look at their, you know, bottom dollar and they have to look at the increases just across the board. So we, we are seeing that, you know, every year there's a, there's a climb, sometimes there's a jump, but you know, um, it just depends. And that's something that we can't really project, right. you know, until we have that contract. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's another thing that, that we're working on and um, so just securing those dates and. Well, and, and tracks don't let you lock in a, a price for several years because they don't know who they're going to have and what what is, you know, Champ Car and, and the series that I spend a lot of time with, SCCA, we're not the big guys. So, you know, the big guys get to pick their dates first and then we come along for the table scraps. Right. So, you know, we, we would love, yeah, <laughs> what will you give us? You know, but, yeah. but, um, yeah. but it would be nice would if we would could. Would you like skiing or flooding? Exactly. <laughs> But it would yeah. be nice if we could all lock in dates, you know, or at least a contract with, with prices for a couple years down the road so that we know what our budgets are. But they don't let us do that, do they? No. Nope. And, yeah. And, it, you know, there's a lot of factors that play into it. Yeah. Um, some tracks are, are revamping themselves, and, you know, that has to come from somewhere. So Right. And understandably, it's a business, right? Well, it's a business, and track workers we learned a lot about this at pri just listening to the tracks talk about their their wants and needs and right. why their fees are going up so much that was a big eye opener it really you was know, labor costs are just insane at well, some tracks well so, right. th those tow truck operators and firefighters all want to get a little bit of a raise every year so yeah. um mm -hmm. we all want raises every year so that's part of the whole part of the whole deal so wait wait what Bill, you, you, you got your big raise. Chelsea said you were getting like a negative 25% raise. Yeah, pretty much. Right. <laughs> so um, moving on to moving the on. sponsors. I'm going to hand this over to our marketing guy, okay, Bill Strong. Bill Strong, marketing uh, guy. Yeah, the marketing yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. So RVA Graphics and Wraps is returning. They've been with us since pretty much the beginning. Um, so they're uh, a custom wrap shop in uh, Richmond, Virginia. They also supply all our number panels and uh, sponsor panels and all the vinyl printing we need. But they do some pretty darn good, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, wraps for race cars. Uh, again, Richmond, Virginia. Not they better Richmond, do good California. wraps if their yeah. name is RVA Graphics and Wraps. Yeah. <laughs> Lifeline USA. We were supposed to actually go out there the other day, but it was <laughs> they had a pretty bad storm, ice mm. storm up there, so we had to cancel. But we'll head up there here in a couple of weeks and uh, do a little visit with them and um, get some video of uh, and, and ask a lot of questions and get a lot of good answers on cool. fire suppression systems. Um, Lifeline also sells seatbelts, which are really nice piece of kit uh, for a relatively reasonable price. Um, for especially great for endurance racing. Um, you know the the really cool pull downs that are like butter. 
Yeah. So Frozen Rotors has returned for 2024. Uh, longtime sponsor of Champ Car. Uh, they freeze their rotors, get those atoms lined up right, and the rotors seem to last a long time and work really, really well. And uh, you even get a 15% discount frozen rotors when using their promo code. Hawk Performance is back again for the second year, and uh, they've been around, or they've been with us for three years, second year as a uh, top sponsor. <clears throat> and Hawk Performance, they supply brakes, uh, brake pads, uh, brake rotors, and uh, woods. Flying Wrench is one of our new guys. They're Flying Wrench is uh, proudly serving Georgia's European automobile drivers since 1994, but only European drivers. Get the joke. Uh-huh. We got you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> European cars. <clears throat> so, yeah, he uh, specializes in BMWs. He's been racing with us for quite a number of years, flyingwrench.com. Cool. Um, they uh, fix all kinds of problems you have with your car. Blacktronics is back on board, supplying uh, Champ Cars uh, in-car safety systems and uh of course chandler school is back got a meeting with them next week we're going to discuss what we're going to be doing with chandler school and Krispy cream is back on for the class a sponsor discovery parts for class b money shift racing for class c and guess what we got a d class sponsor now folks nine lives racing the the wing guys nice and uh yep they uh they're down in daytona this weekend very doing cool. stuff so very yeah cool. and uh champ car live uh, again, AutoZone is advertising with us again. We brought on Sentinel, Candelaria Racing Products, and we talked to James Candelaria a couple of weeks ago. We did. And Better Call Saul, or ah, Better Call Call. <laughs> Eric Call is back on as a uh, our Verizon wireless expert. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, our sponsors for the year. And, you know, you know if you're interested in, in uh, advertising or sponsoring a champ car, give me a call. You, numbers everywhere the the description <laughs> of what frozen rotors do they froze our rotors line up the atoms and send them the back atoms. to us that is the yep. most bill description of a technical yep. process that i've ever heard <laughs> that's kind of what it does doesn't it that was a simple version of it i love it i love it and it makes it harder they last longer and everybody loves them because they last longer yeah so yeah coolness coolness so chelsea what's this no contact thing i hear about i this is motorsports i'm not sure what i i'm Just not taking all uh, the fun away from racing i'm not familiar with this concept <laughs> well i've been talking um last year at mid ohio was one of the first things i did was to implement a one lap penalty for contact um prior to that i was giving people five minutes i was ruining their race weekends was really strict at my races on contact because I think it's something that I think we could do better um, room for improvement, you know, in our series. So uh, we implemented the one lap rule and I think it just is at my driver's meeting, I give a better just explanation of what that means and, and where it lands as a driver. Um, understanding our rule set, you know, it is the overtaking car's responsibility to make a safe clean pass. Um, and if you cannot do that and you make contact with someone out there, it gets called in. I have to stand on what the corner workers tell me. So you will get a one lap penalty. We put that bill as running the live log during the races. And we put that down and send a pit marshal over to let them know that they just got a penalty. Um, I am open to video review because obviously there can be some human error and in, in calls being made. And I understand I'm a very even killed person. Despite what um, Bill says, I'm not that. You know, I'm not <laughs> She's that a monster. She's a I, monster. She's up there. I don't want to ruin people's weekends. Um, but you know, I think it's just the main thing is keeping everybody safe. Obviously, safety is our number one concern uh, all around. And you know, we have a lot of money, and and people, you know, build their bills that they bring to the track. They don't. They want those to to leave the track. Um, as they came, and, and I think it's really important to to really be strict on it. So we have cracked down, and you know I think it's it gives more communication with our live log. You can see every call that's being made um, in real time. So we've gotten a lot of really good feedback on that. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I I will continue to be strict on. Uh, the new directors coming in, they will be strict on. Um, and just all around making it a better experience for everybody. I think it's important. I think it's kind of nice up in the tower, too. Everybody works as a team, kind of throw their experiences at each other to 
kind of say, hey, this is kind of what we did a couple, you know, a couple of races ago, or, you know, this is what Chelsea did, this is what Andrew did, Andy and um, Jackie, and it works really well. So when Bill first told me about this, Chelsea, I, I, the first thing that came to my head was doing it the way you're doing it is kind of the perfect way to do it because if that video does come back and it turns out that, well, okay, maybe you shouldn't have gotten that penalty, when you just add a lap, you can then take that lap back. And it's, right. it's a reversible penalty. Mm-hmm. And, and that's got to be something the drivers appreciate, right? For sure, because we yeah, when I was giving that you know time penalties and it, they would come up and show me a video and it's just like okay, well you sat in the box for not quite a lap, so I can't give you that back or you'll be at an advantage. Um, so that's kind of the thought process on switching it to that because it is an easy give back in our timing system, um, and it's just overall you know fair instead of trying to bring that person in um, under a time or you know maybe cutting some some stops short. Um, it's just, it became a, a problem. So yeah, the one lap is much simpler and, you know, we still do, um, you drive throughs for like passing under yellow. That's a new thing instead of time, which can be, you know, discrepancy, but you really have to trust that corner worker and, you know, make sure that that calls is good before you put the penalty down. So right. yeah, all around just plan on making improvements and, you know, there could be some more changes coming. Um, just kind of going through and, and identifying those issues and um, working the best possible, you know, outcome to to make everything safe. So do you now, get a two-lap penalty if you do it a second time? Oh, I yeah, you know, <laughs> when it, it climbs, it's, and that's another thing is, is like, yeah, when you have contact, you have contact. And, and don't get me wrong, if you – little you know little things and stuff like that but i'm talking about if you are dive bombing and you you kick somebody out of a corner right you know that front fender into the back quarter and you just parts start flying and stuff like that um you're gonna get a penalty for for acts like that uh but we understand you know we still want people to be able to race and have that experience Uh, it just has to be safe and and just overall have a respect for each other out there right right um and making smart moves and, and keeping your eyes up and, and just being aware. Uh, I think, you know, our series is is an entry level. At the end of the day, we um, promote people who want to have wheel-to-wheel racing experience to come and try out Champ Car. Um, and that's another thing that I mention at my meetings is no matter what your level is, because we do, we have drivers from all across the board come and run with us for fun for seat time for multiple reasons but at the end of the day there is that green driver that is maybe first time on track right so i I love to remind them and the meetings of that i think it's a a great kind of eye-opener um and really lets people know like okay you know i have to just be a little bit more aware and a little bit more conscious of the moves that i make um and just keep keep everybody safe out there so so it's just the three of us here, okay? No one else is watching. Do you find this? Now, this is not one of the list of tough questions Bill wanted me to ask you. This is my own tough question. Do you find that you get most of your problem children from the new drivers or from the experienced drivers? It's just the three of us. You don't have to name yeah. any one of them, Bill. And no, this comes up a lot. And a lot of times it is the more experienced mm-hmm. drivers. And I know, you know, there's at certain levels, you have more of aggressive driving and that's what they're used to. And that's what they expect everybody else to be used to. So it, it is a really big switch when you come into our series from maybe a, a pro series or whatever may be it. Um that, that that's kind of the the mentality that they have behind the wheel and it takes a little bit uh, a penalty or two maybe um to kind of bring that back down um so yeah it's definitely experienced drivers that i have more issues with hands down yep and i i think like we've talked about this before is that you have folks that race in a pro or higher level series or you know uh with cars of equal right speed Mm-hmm. and braking and the whole bit and they get out there with cars of varying difficult you know uh yeah like from an 
I'm oh. going to say it. Opal GT all the oh. way to, I don't know, a Porsche Toyota MR2 or something. 19 minutes, folks. Yeah. 19 minutes. So you get this huge variance of speed <laughs> differential that it can catch a lot of these guys off guard. Yeah. And one thing, uh, last week I said that it took 56 minutes for Bill to utter the words. <laughs> and then I was corrected in the chat. I went back and watched, and sure as heck, it was yes. like two and a half minutes in that yeah. you dropped the first MR2. It, it was, was really, it was, it was really quick. fast. It was so fast I missed it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And it's not like with Champ Car, unlike a series where you're not switching drivers, where you can like put a marking on the back of a car, like like a rookie oh, stripe yeah. or something. You can't do that with with endurance racing because you might have one guy in the car or gal who's got buckets of racing experience and then have a rookie so and there's yeah. not time to go and put the rookie stripe on and off during the race so um it's hard to tell it really is mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely but so i like by the way i like the one lap tacking it on so you can take it off if you have to so um, it's been it's it's had good yeah good reviews but okay. one thing we do have to be mindful of is that when you do bring your video up and we make a decision and the race director says, nope, this is what we're going to do. Don't stand there and try to sell it. Once a decision's been made, please, next. You mean like you my know. teenager? Yeah, oh my pretty God. much. But, 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 Dad. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah. uh, we have a lot going on up there, and we've had the situation where you should, or the race director, I shouldn't say you, the race director should have been paying attention to something else, like the track and the race, and they're sitting there reviewing a video right. or something or being arguing with you. And that's, well, you know. that's why Bill the Rock Strong is up in race control so that he can make sure that those oh, people. I'm hiding in the corner. Exit. I don't want anything to do with this. Stuff. <laughs> right. these, guys are, like, these guys are scary. Back to my keyboard. Well, you definitely don't want to. I'm not a big arguer. Uh, when I stand on something, I'll stand on it. And. That's just how it is, and that's how it'll fall. So. I hear, I hear you run a pretty tight ship up there. I try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But and I say no that is completely positive. She, so this is a woman that, when she first started race directing, it was like seemed like every race that she did for the first uh, year was just it, every was. anything that could go wrong went wrong. And, yeah, I was definitely it, being tested my first year, oh, no yeah. doubt. Dana would have wasn't her fault. races that were just, oh, it was a great weekend, you know, nothing, nothing bad happened. over here. Like, you're, you're sitting up in flat. race control yeah. like this, rule hanging down because it's just so boring. And they go to Rick Chelsea's race and you're like, Ugh. yeah, so, it was fun. So what did you learn in that first year from that first Everything. time that you now do things differently now because of that experience? I think that's really where my... um my strictness on contact and, you know, just seeing, just seeing certain things and having things happen, which some of the things that they weren't really driving related happened, maybe operations wise happened. Um, and we just have to, like, we had some failed timing loops. Like that's never good during a race when nope. your timing system goes down and you're just jumping over the wall and you're taping down um, a timing loop, you know, right then and there, you have to stop the race and stuff like just things like that. But then, you know, with driving wise and, and, things that happen on track. It's just, you know, finding the the way to communicate your points and putting down your penalties and sticking to them. Every race being, you know, having the same calls um, on, on instances that, that could have been avoided. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really kind of where my mindset on wanting to clean up certain things on the track and like contact and, and putting down like different and harsher penalties. Um, but now we switched to the one lap, but yeah. yeah, I think it kind of stemmed from that, but yeah, we had some time. So that's for sure. The first year I was like, Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever just think yeah. about just throwing up your arms and walking out oh, the door? There were, there were times when I thought she was going to walk away. She was, <laughs> <but> no, she's, <laughs> she's strong. That chick is strong. And so that's just from out. working with you, Bill. No, not no, no. She's uh, she's she's had everything thrown at her, and that's kind of why I think she's where she's at. Nice, uh, able to uh, think of the solutions quick and get things done. Yeah. Well, and after that first year, there's probably not much you haven't seen yet, so you're ready for whatever comes at you. You say that, and, and yeah. Well, now that I see, I, I've I've done it. 
the broadcaster's curse. Right. I'll be reaching out to you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. You have a full on power outage next time you go to. When you oh, go... we've had that. Yeah. Yeah. R twenty four. Okay. Ten minutes before the race starts, power just goes out everywhere. Well, at least it wasn't during yeah. the race. Oh, we've had that too. I okay. Think. Yeah. All right. it's, it's been crazy. I had a yeah. oh willow thing. That was that was that was just probably. The, oh, the willow. Yeah. That's my willow. number. A corner worker just decided they were going to go homesick and walked across the hot track. Oh! Didn't radio, didn't do anything. There was a lot going on that weekend. It just wasn't that corner worker. We had a corner worker drop the yellow flag to light up a cigarette. (laughs) We had that same exact race. We had the starter get down, feet on pavement, wanting to throw the green on the pavement. Oh, that's what he did in the movie uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, in New York Willow Springs. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was probably one of the wildest things I've ever really dealt with. Period. She put out a she put out a fire. Yeah, I did literally put out a fire there. Yeah, nice. Yep, a, a, an honest fire. So <laughs> she did she did everything that weekend. Back in the day, I had a because uh, we were sitting back having ice cream and <laughs> oh, what's Chelsea up to now? Why does she have a fire bottle in her hand? B- b- yeah. Back in the day, I, I at a pro race, I had a corner worker light their yellow flag on fire with their cigarette. Oh wow! And they were trying to put it out by waving their yellow flag, and it was literally fully ablaze, and it was ablaze, ablaze. <laughs> so you're like, what? Ablaze? We're at we, Texas last year. Yes. We were at so. Texas, and there was a car. There was a car fire, big car fire, and he, calm as can be, on the radio. Turn ten, car is ablaze. <laughs> yeah, and we're like. <laughs> Wait. What did he say? Because you were walking down in the, t- I, was I was up in the tower. Down, yeah. And he, he repeated it. And then I was just like, red flag, red flag. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things. But yeah, anytime I hear that word ablaze, it just right back to that moment. <laughs> you know, have a little <laughs> etiquette talk after that, you know? Yeah. Yes. How the do we talk about this? Uh, yeah. yeah. The ablaze. All right. So yeah, we've had a lot of those over the years. I've always stuff. wanted to ask a race director this question. And since I've got you in the hot seat, I'm, I'm bringing it tonight. Some of the best excuses you've heard from drivers. Oh man! I should have oh, I should have set I you up start on this a list on this. What's that? I should start a yes, list. Yes, that's on what this. I want you to do. Um, so you don't have to name the driver. No, more recent. I had you know calls coming in of a car blocking uh, one of our faster cars, and it's just like radio down. Like, what is going on to the team? You know, and it's like. They radio back up and they say, he's making him work for it. <laughs> oh, yes. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's oh, awesome. That's not how this works. Like, yeah. yeah. So that was a pretty good one. Um, and then you just always get the, it wasn't me. Right. Right. Exactly. And they're just, they just who, who me? It wasn't me. Well, it wasn't me. You know, I didn't do that. Or I didn't pass three cars under yellow. I didn't, you know. Yeah. Um, some of what, my favorite what moments, yellow? Though, right. Some of my <laughs> yeah. favorite moments are when they bring the video up before they review it. Oh yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I have had so I mean multiple people bring me up a video and they're just super adamant. I did not do this. I did not do this. Kind of get around the time frame, hit play, you know, and it's just perfect, blatant, <laughs> their fault, and it's just lights one of those flashing, things. flags going. It's like that. Yeah. Like, it's like it's, that commercial where they like they, they take the situation to further review, like they do in the NFL, and the guys, or gals, watching. Oh no, wait, maybe I did do it. Yeah, yeah. maybe I did do it, and it is. It's the head hang. Yeah. It's the computer. I'm sorry. Yeah, walk out. Right. Walk out. My favorite is when we have tracks that have you know have video like Road America. It's like <laughs> so great, and the, either the team captain maybe comes up just all mad like why did this why did you put this you know penalty on me with this my driver's just he didn't do it he didn't do it and i just like um mike's just so good because we just kind of put it to the side because sometimes you can just kind of guess if somebody's going to come see you you know you just can guess is that tied to a particular team do you know which teams (laughs) are going to come back i mean there's teams so yeah you just like as a director you go to so many races you just have a list kind of of like all right they're gonna come talk to me no doubt um but yeah there it's just he just has it over on a separate screen just ready to be cued you know so um i love that that you know video review is just 
such a godsend. You know, it's, uh, when it, it's, and it's not just the incident itself; it's what leads up to that incident. Right, mm-hmm. can be a big telling story. You know, it's yeah. fu- you know, it's funny when we started telling these stories. The chat got really quiet here, Bill. Have you did. noticed that? It Nobody did. in the yeah. chat is commenting. Yeah. No one's no, no one's saying a word. Like, I don't think they're talking. Are they talking about me? I don't think they could. They be? No, they're not talking about me. Yeah, and it's funny when guys ask for, you know, I want an in-car video camera. Can I have an in-car video camera? I'm said, do you really want an in-car video camera? <laughs> we know how you drive. <laughs> because do, we can see what you're doing. You, you know, Do, do you yeah. want evidence? Because uh, yeah. we also have that playing up in the tower, too. So, yep. right. you know, there's yep. a lot we see. So, Flagtronics, how helpful is that to you? I really like Flagtronics. Um you know, when I came in, we didn't have it. So it was kind of like this evolution of having the boards and then having the in-car and having the, the master remote that just triggers all the boards around the track. I think it's a great tool for communication. Um, and it just really allows a, a, just a faster way to get, you know, safety and get the cars under control. I love the Code 35 uh, for our series. You know, I think it's just a safer way to just bring those cars back down to speed because we don't have, you know, some series that have, has like direct communication to all the teams in the paddock and stuff like that. When you don't have that, it's just the fastest way you really have to make decisions fast and get, you know, communication out there fast. So electronics, I love, um, I think it's just, it's super great. And being able to handpick and black flag, put a black flag on that one individual car that's maybe missed three, you know, (laughs) <laughs> that's done something wrong which now we we do their in car first if they miss it then we'll put a manual flag on them but um and then there's there's more issues there right that you weren't paying attention but um yeah being able to just single someone out and bring them in for a certain reason that's that's awesome as well have you found passes under the yellow happen less with the flagtronics does that does it does it correlate cuz that's always a selling point you know, well, wait, you're, you're never going to be able to miss a yellow flag. Now you're going to have this big thing blaring you in your face. Does it? Does it change things? So you'll have it happen, but it's definitely less okay. than what used to be for sure. Yeah, but we are also going to have. We do still get the sneaky guys, and we're going to have freeze the field that's coming up. It may be in the. It may be in this next version for us. So um, the freeze the field as soon as that yellow hits, the field's frozen, and if you pass somebody. And they haven't gone into pit lane or stopped on track. It's going to let us know, right? So it's uh, yeah, it's going to be fun stuff, man. It's going to make our job easier because not only do we rely on the flaggers, we're going to have evidence too. So it'll right. be all logged, ready to go, and so it'll be fun stuff. All right. What else is but, new yeah. and exciting? So yeah, we've got a lot going on. Oh, so you mentioned something earlier, Bill, and I know that there's something we want to talk about. Uh, you were talking about the the the, the number boards and, and the decal boards. There's stuff like oh, yeah. about that. The new ones this year? Oh yeah. So Sebring, <clears throat> we're at Sebring, and we have a car that gets called in, and it's called. I don't know the number. I'm just going to make up some numbers. Car 54, car and we're 54, looking all over for 54, and we don't see a 54 <laughs> because it's a 27. Oh. But on his car is a 54 in front of our number panel. Mm. So yeah, we we've uh, and, and we had a couple of cars with outlined numbers, not an actual black, you solid. know, uh, right. solid number. Um, so they couldn't read it at speed, could not read it at dusk. Um, there were other other issues as well. So basically, uh, if you have other, you're going to have to have the champ car number panels on. We're going to allow the WRL and the uh, that other the. Lucky Dog series uh, panels because they're about the same size as ours, but you got to run the um, uh, sponsor decal, the top and the lower, yeah, the the patch panels we call them, the right. Champ Car and Tire Rack stickers on it. But if you don't have those, you've got to run a Champ Car panel. It has to be the white panel with a number clearly marked on it and clearly outlined, so that Chelsea and Andy That's and a solid number, a yeah, solid no number, outline. yeah, no outline. <laughs> so has to be able to see it going across the the start finish line. And the corner workers can clearly clearly see it. So, and then uh, obviously the new sponsor panels; those will be um, being delivered now. If you've ordered from RVA Graphics and Wraps, um, and then we'll have—I think I ordered 500 or so of them for um, 
road, road Atlanta in the first couple of races, uh, VIR and Harris Hill. Um, so yeah, we have a lot. We have those. We have a new sponsor panels for any D class. So D class is going to have to replace our front and rear stickers that should the little tiny stickers that show their number on it because um, the uh, the new sponsor on that decal. Um, and then we have folks that decided to print their own numbers up, and they're not of legal size. Mm. Some were like tiny. It was kind of cute <laughs> on a big car. So it stood out like a sore thumb. And then we had one guy with a one that was easily more than the size that we have. And it's like, where'd you get that from? And he goes, uh, you know, RV graphics and wraps. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and he, you know, he's like, yeah, okay. I didn't I just had a friend print it. So, but yeah, you, you got to get them from RV graphics and wraps or champ car. So, and well, we have all kinds of, uh, we have some templates on the web so you can cut out your own numbers with some vinyl, black vinyl you buy from uh, Amazon or e eBay or your local vinyl shop. Um, and you can cut it yourself with an exacto knife and the templates we have. So super easy. And um, those number yeah. panels are so important because you guys actually race in the dark. Yep. <laughs> and if you can't see the numbers in the dark, you know, that's important, especially yep. when you go off the racetrack and you want people to come help you. <laughs> yep. Well, the fun part about that is Flagtronic. Right. Because Flagtronics lets us know where your car is and exactly. it has a little number on it of your car number. Um, one thing that we have been doing going back to Flagtronics and the car numbering is that um, I've already been working with our uh, folks to make certain that all your Flagtronics numbers are correct um, and your transponder numbers are correct before we yeah. even get them in the system. And part of this is uh, to speed up the delivery of timing and scoring for you folks on pit lane. Okay. Mm -hmm. So and we get a lot of... Uh, Either. Joking and kickbacks and people screaming at us for not getting, getting live. Yeah. yeah, what we found is, is maybe the number was input maybe four years ago um, and something has changed or something. Even just having two numbers in there switched or an extra number, anything like that on your, your transponder, it just doesn't pick up. So the guys are waiting for you to cross that, that start-finish line. If you're in a pack, it takes a bit longer. And so... Yeah. Um, we want to throw the green when we say we're going to throw it on the schedule um, to get you the amount of hours that we said we were going to give you to race. Um, but it takes a little bit for them to decipher the numbers, the transponder numbers out there when they're right. typoed in some kind of way. So um, we're going to crack down on that and try to get it at registration, um, making sure just checking everybody's even if it's in there right. to make sure in there right so yeah and the esc bring we did a couple of tests we kind of did the pre thing and then we went around to every single or every single car we could and checked their flagtronics units did the updates well i've already done the update i did it yesterday well doesn't matter i'm, I'm writing down the number and so we're like slowly getting yeah and troy, troy went around and did the uh transponders yeah. so and we're going to be doing that as well so it's uh you know, and explaining to the teams why they need to do this. And re remember, a lot of teams don't realize that there's two places they enter their numbers in. If they enter their Flagtronics numbers and their transponder numbers in the race entry, it's only temporary. So it goes away after this race. And that's because that's where we put the number for the rental transponders or the rental Flagtronics. Because you don't, you know, the next race, you may have a different number. Sure. But you have to actually, the team captain has to go into the car build and input the number there. So, and I'm slowly going through the database and trying to uh, get them all updated. Um, it's kind of hard to do with the 50 million cars we have right. in the system. Um, but I think I've got all the trans, the, the uh, Flagtronics numbers corrected. There's a couple, a bunch of them didn't have enough zeros or had too many zeros. Right. So we've got that fixed. Now we're just making certain that we get the, uh, the, uh, the numbers correct right, with right. what's in your car. And then we have team cars. Well, the guy has like Ryan's five like, cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have five cars. Like, they're okay, all green. We, get it. Yeah. <laughs> we just have all... to have the numbers right. Yeah. yeah. And they they're all it. green and they say Kermit or something and they have to go, <laughs> you know. And... We appreciate Mike. Mike's yeah. a good Yes. Piece. Mike's a good guy. Mike yeah. has answered my questions pretty quickly too with pictures. Yeah. <laughs> pictures are awesome. So if you have a question for Chelsea, put it in the chat. We'll be happy yep. to ask, ask her anything, by the way. 
Mark um, Kruger says that he's going to build an Opel GT and go race that so we can see his number panels really well. No, what so he slow. really said is that you have no problem seeing the numbers at speed in an Opel GT. I'm guessing because the Opel GT don't go so fast. I don't see why. I mean, Kruger <laughs> Tune Motorsports, they, joined, they race that, that Porsche. They do another car, too, don't they? I think they do. Um, Timothy Elliott asks Chelsea, is your new uh, position rewarding? And are are you planning to stay in the position? Hi, Tim. Tim's great. <laughs> I appreciate Tim so much. Um, he's always, he's that racer. I just got to say it. He's just always that racer that has a smile on his face, no matter how his race weekend goes. Uh, and it, it's just so great. He's got the great, greatest energy. But yes, um, you know, it's been a learning curve. Obviously, when when I took over, it was there wasn't necessarily a lot of help in the in the sense of, hey, I'm gonna you know kind of help you with X, Y, and Z and this and that. It was just kind of thrown in, um, and I mean that in the best way. I've, I I've had a lot of help. Bill has helped me tremendously. The board has gone above and beyond uh and without them you know it, it just wouldn't have progressed it wouldn't have it wouldn't be where it is today and i think that's the one thing um that i would love for our racers to to kind of think about and understand like there's even just the staff our staff that comes out to these races that sacrifices their time and all of the people behind the series, besides me, there are so many people that put their heart and souls into this um, day in and, and day out. And so it is rewarding when when it all comes together. And I'm here at that point. I think it's, it's, it's to a point now where it has all come together. We've just, we've done so much from like an organization level um, and just with like communication within us and we've grown a lot within the past six months. So it is rewarding. It's starting to become rewarding. Um, and yeah, I just have my eyes on the future and, and it's been good. Nice. So John Hurley yeah. says yeah, that John Hurley from danger racing thinks, uh, you guys overuse flagtronics and wants to know what your thoughts are on if there's going to be a multiple lap caution rather than using the code 35 just throw out the safety car what's your thoughts on that hmm. so i do still put we still put pace out if it, it's an accident or something an incident out there that you know if the safety in the tower tells me hey i need the pace car out there i gotta get i gotta have the field bunched up we will put the pace car out there we try to avoid it. I know it's not a fan favorite for everybody. I, I understand that. Um, you know, it can ru it can ruin a person's race. I, I get that too. I you know I my boyfriend runs in in a, has a team, and you know we we lost P one to that. We were we weren't at pit in at the time that the thirty five came out, and by the time you know the car came all the way around. Um, the person that was behind us came in before us. So like, I understand how the code 35 can seem like it's taking up more time, but we've actually, we've done research on it. Um, and it does allow for more green flag racing. So it's just kind of prioritizing the green flag racing. Right. Um, the other thing is the safety workers really like it cause they can get out to the incident so much quicker than waiting for the pace car to get the field under control. And you know those guys midfield aren't slowing down until they yeah. catch the race car. Right. Pace car, so, yeah. It, it seems even if you were to go code 35 and then put out the safety car, you'd still get people trying to race to get caught up. So you yeah. kind of lose that, and then we, the benefit of yeah, that. Yeah, we've had that, you know, and that's what happens in the tower when we were running pace, you know, you're calling around that leader. Leaders being called around, maybe two corner workers, are doing something else and they don't call that leader around and you miss him. Right. So then you gotta wait for another lap for that person to come around or um, you're getting ready to catch the leader. You're talking to your pace car. You're saying he's, you know, coming down the front straight and all of a sudden he comes into pit road. So then you're scrambling. Right. Who's in P2? Who's in second? Yep. Yeah. And then we've had it to where it's like, yeah. We're at P1, P2, P3. And finally it's like, just put her out there, right? Just put them out there. Um, and then that causes a huge headache with timing. 
So I do understand the pace car versus the 35. And I don't know, that's that's a good one. I, I think, you know, for our series and just the safety aspect of it, because, you know, you know, we've had a lot of time, you know, not a lot of times, but it does make the safety workers feel, you know, safer out there. And I don't know. Well, and when it comes down to it, that's really what's most important. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah. Um, Let's see. Chelsea would like to see if he wanted to come out and work a corner during some Friday practice. This is Fred Wolf making that offer. <laughs> I have worked in a corner station before. Oh, very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah. So at a NASA event, I had that experience in the freezing cold all day long. Oh, at, listen to you. At NCM. No. <laughs> With Tanisha. With Tanisha. Oh, yeah. you, know, you know nothing young lady <laughs> are we going back to willow in yes. the 112 with no cover bill's just out there like uh, three factory. flags three flags a three red flags. flag no i didn't have a red it was a a green flag a yellow flag and maybe a white flag i was and, in yeah. aren't yeah. you from and, california bill yeah but not willow man that's like <laughs> 10 i was at la jolla you know it's like, like yeah. six miles from death valley yeah, Mira Mesa, man, there's like, it's at sea level, whereas that's way <laughs> up there. It was 114, 15 degrees. It goes higher every year we talk about it, by the way. And, uh, yeah, there was no cover, no right. shade. I'm out there in black shirt, black pants. Yeah, it was fun, Chelsea. Yeah, and, and, like, five bottles of water, which I drank in, like, lap four, four laps. You know, it was crazy. But, yeah, it was Good fun. But you've yeah. had experience at, at pretty much... So that's one of the great things about Champ Car is that we give our employees, uh, we try to give our employees a chance to work everywhere so that everybody understands everybody else's job. And that's not just, it, it's in case something happens, we need to fill a position really quick on a weekend. Somebody can't make a flight. Somebody can't get in. You know, somebody lots of cross sick. training. Yeah. Somebody gets sick. So we've had that happen. All right. So before we go, get out, because we're, we're coming up to that time almost, Bill. Um, let's talk about Road Atlanta coming up. All right. Well, we're up to 57 entries. Nice. Of our, our season. It should be a good one. We're going to have lighting this year. Um, so that's going to be great. We didn't have it last year. Any kind of night race, I'm going to I'm gonna push for obvious lighting. That's a safer way to do it. Um, so that'll be good. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good kickoff to the year. Jackie Jackie Sides is going to be running that one. I will be on site, um, but yes, they're they're going to kind of take take over some races this year. So, so just to let you know, in Virginia, it's this week. It's supposed to be hit seventy degrees down here in the next couple of days. Not tomorrow. I think it's the next couple of days. We've got southern people are asking about snow predictions on snow. <laughs> I'm going to say no because it's everything is it's warm. It's going to yeah. stay warm. I think it's going to be warm, but we do have a chance of rain. Yeah, rain's all right. Rain's good because we're in the glass tower. That's that's not that's not <laughs> that's very what nice. He Bill. Says because he's not the director. But when you yeah. at Road Atlanta, sunny sunny seventies, I'll take it all day long. But yeah. you get that rain out there, and yeah. So. When it rains, and, uh, Chelsea, you need to send Bill out on an errand. Oh, she does. Just regularly. He does. He does. <laughs> Yeah, go to pit in, pit out, pit in, pit out. Yeah. And how so, about but, the uh, national championships at NCM? Any uh, any fun stuff well, coming? we got a couple other. we got VIR 12-hour coming yep. up. we got the Harris Hill 8 plus 7, and then we head to NCM for yeah. the national Those championship. Are be, like, pretty much back-to-backs, uh, so that's going to be such a busy time. But like I said, Andy and Jackie are stepping in on those. I will be doing a race director for the national championship. We're up to 47 cars right now, so that's great. Um, I predict that to climb uh, quite a bit in the next month, especially after Road Atlanta. I think some of those guys are going to jump in. So that'll be good. Um, and that's a part for, for, for me. Yeah, we're right. going to do a part for me. So yeah. I know some people like it, some people don't. But <laughs> so, you had to pick one. You had to go. pick one. So there you go. that is what it's going to be. So when when any schedule comes out, you know, you've got people who are going to love it. People are going to not be happy with it. When your schedule came out this year, there were some places that people were really hoping you'd show up at that that maybe this year you're not. Mm -hmm. um, 
obviously there are there are money considerations and numbers were up or, or down last year. Probably that plays into it. What's the chance that some of those tracks that people really wanted to see that they didn't see might come back in the future? Absolutely. I'm always really looking into, um, you know, switching up the schedule. We had to do what we had to do this year, you know, financially. And, you know, I fully intend on getting back to that spot. I mean, we're, we're doing good now and, you know, just going to keep that momentum heading into 2025. But during 2025 or 2024 this year, you know, I will talk to tracks about, either changing the formatting, um, getting, you know, we went to PRI, we sat in a room full of all of the, the different track owners and had some great conversations. So you just keep those relationships and, and, you know, when we cancel a track or if we, we go that route, you know, we always make sure that it's, it, it's never ending on bad terms. Sure. You always want to be able to, you know, come back and be like, Hey, I'm, we're ready to come back. Can you, you know, sometimes the dates, it can be, you know, you just have to, get what they can give. Um, and it is hard to give updates sometimes, but we have to do what we have to do, but I'm, I really want to get back up um, and have some of those tracks back for sure. Yeah. Different areas, maybe some tracks that we haven't been to in a while. Uh, so that Andy? is a goal for 2025 for sure. Andy? <laughs> you don't have to commit on that. So, so. <laughs> I, I can't say anything, but yeah, we. Yeah. You know, we sometimes though. Sometimes, though, when you skip a track for a year, people remember how much they miss it, and then it just comes back with a, a passion the next time you go there. You know, yeah. so sometimes it's I think it's even important to not go to a track for a year because then people are much more excited to go back there, and and it makes more sense down the road. So, um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think there's there's sometimes benefits to that. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, so that yeah, definitely a goal for 2025. Um, want to add some things and change some things. So, look cool. forward to it. Change is always good. Yeah, nothing wrong with change. There's yeah. a song. I believe that's a song lyric of some sort. So, well, we had a that was Champ Car too. Champ Car to Champ Car. There change. you go. That's change. Absolutely. One of our most popular videos of all time. Holly, thank you. So, is there anything, Chelsea, that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about tonight, other than how awful it is to work with Bill? Um, Notice how yeah. she didn't say, oh, no, Bill, it's great working with you. Well, she didn't just jump right in with I'm that. I'm used to it. <laughs> so, no, is there anything else that we maybe you wanted to touch on tonight that we, uh, we haven't asked you about? <laughs> Stumped her. That's okay. Spot. That's good. All right, Bill. Anything yeah. you want to talk about that we haven't chatted about yet? So many things. Oh gosh. <laughs> what do you want to say? Say it. No. What do you want to say? No, no, it's all right. It's okay. No, it was um it was uh it, it's fun working with Chelsea. I, I really do enjoy working with her. And uh And he says uh, that when you're not here too, by the way, Chelsea. I do. Yeah. So it's uh it's gonna be a fun year. Yeah. I Really think this is going to be a good year for Champ Car, a uh, good year for our staff, and good year for our racers. I think it's uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Cool. So, yeah. Are we done then, Bill? Have we run out of stuff? No. Um, check your rule book. Everybody needs to read the rule book, not just the driver, not just the car builder, but even <laughs> the drivers. So we have some rule changes. Uh, some. Numbers were reduced, like oil pans were reduced, aftermarket oil pans were reduced. Uh, there's a few other things that were reduced. Um, that kind of stuff you need to look at. Um, all your drivers, they everybody this year needs to go, and when they renew their membership, they need to fill out the waivers. Mm. There's two waivers. There's the Champ Car waiver. Yep. You know, the normal one. And then you have a gear acknowledgement saying that you're going to bring the proper gear and race in the proper gear and you have to pay your membership that did go up this year sadly but um it's 75 dollars for the year for membership so you'll have to pay that right and then boom you'll be a little green flag next to your little helmet in in your race entry and uh so you got to make sure on that and then when you come to the track when you check in you're going to have to show your driver's license because that's part of the rules is you have to have a driver's license to race a champ car um, so you got to show that. What else, Chels? The other things. 
Oh, sw- uh, merchandise. We merch. Swag, oh. For some reason, the merch. Yeah. So I went and picked up a ton of merch today. When I say a ton, excursion. it almost didn't fit in my, no, it didn't fit in my truck. And I then I had to figure out how to put it in the excursion. <laughs> so that's, it's a lot. We've got a couple of, oh, it's our 15th year of operation with Champ Car. So we've got 15-year shirts, um, some cool ones. We've got different ones for that. We have the event shirt for um, uh, Road Atlanta. Um, we're going to have a few more event shirts this year. I think we're doing 10 or 11 total. Um, one of these years I'm going to get one. One day, yes. We have do have all the staff and crew are getting um, uh, new uh, new shirts for the weekend, wow. which is kind of cool. 5X, so like a by the way, 5X. You said 3X. <laughs> so that's what we got you. It's going to be nice form-fitted. So, I'm going to look yeah, like a snossage. <laughs> so we have, uh, you know, we, we've awful. got all kinds of cool stuff going on. we got, like I said, new sponsors. Um, what else for the drivers? Uh, I think that's it. But uh, we just hope everybody has fun. And we do read everything you guys post on the Internet. So... You know, be nice. That's what we ask. Um, We do have a lot of good suggestions, and we aren't ignoring people. We do read them. But uh, you guys have to be a little nice because it does kind of bring some of our staff down, some of the things you guys say. But, you know, I'm a a boomer. I can take it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, boomer. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Let's get in some races. All he needs is 250 bucks to sign up for the races. That shows that, hey, we're going to go. And that helps us uh, with planning these things. Are we going to have enough cars signed up for that race? And uh, if they don't make money, what are we doing, Chelsea? I mean, if they don't get enough entries. Yeah. We got we to pay for this stuff. Yep. So, you know. So sign up. Yeah. Then show up. Yep. Yep. And all you got to do, 250 bucks. That shows that, hey, I'm coming. You got until the race starts to, uh, pay it off bob varsha will be with us at road atlanta yay very cool and uh they will be on site doing the play-by-play and uh that'll be fun it's always great listening to bob and you know directly over from us it's like watching f1 but not you know (laughs) with fenders (laughs) yeah with fenders f1 with fenders yeah all right chelsea anything else anything anything (laughs) should i press the button bill Huh? Should I press Should the I button? Press. Yeah. Okay. What? 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 <laughs> you want me to talk about it? Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's out there. Um, just a, something that has an opportunity that has came to me as a part-time opportunity that I will be taking for 2024 is a race director for IMSA. So I might be in Daytona right now. I'm getting ready to go into the 24. Uh, so, yeah, I figured, you know, it'll, it'll start to hit the Internet, and I don't want anybody to be surprised. It's very different from what I do now. When you are a race director in that series, you show up, you run the race, and that's it. There's no logistics planning. There's no team communication. There's no uh, contracts, no payments, nothing like I do now for Champ Car. So um, I know there's concerns about, like, oh, she have time to do that and this and that. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a great opportunity and I'm super thankful to have been chosen for it. And, uh, we're going to kind of move through that, but you know, I just wanted to put that out it... there before people start seeing me. I've, so I've, <laughs> I've talked to several racers already yeah. and I'm just like, you know, it's time yeah. to tell. So, 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 so are, are, have you seen a difference between like the pro driver versus the champ driver? Yeah. <laughs> They all whine and complain exactly the same, even maybe more when they're yeah. a pro driver. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll just say I, I, I heard about this a couple of little while ago, and, and it is a huge compliment to you, but it's also a huge compliment to Champ Car. Yeah. You know, the, to, to be chosen to work. And, and I'm, I'm friends with a lot of the people in the in the upper echelon at IMSA. And oh, and when they decide to bring people on board. Because I've been begging them for years, Chelsea, and they never hired me. So I'm a little <laughs> jelly here. I'll, I'll tell you. No, no, I'm just kidding. But, no, it's a huge compliment to you and a huge compliment to Champ Car that they would go to the Champ Car ranks to bring up a race director and not go to somewhere else. They, they, a lot of people they can choose from to do 
to to, to do what you're doing, and they chose a lot of you. People ask like how it, how it came about. I had a a team run last year, and it was you know that's the thing is we have teams yep. all the time that are from Pro Series, and that was a whole team of tech inspectors, and they you know took my card and we just they expressed how fun and they had it our race and how well it was organized and this and that and before i know it it was a few months later and i got a phone call yeah. so you know they just want to train somebody to their standards and that's kind of why i'm here now uh officially we'll start doing races in uh june yeah but until then i'm i'm training underneath some incredible people yeah. so it's an honor you you should be very proud of yourself and proud of Champ Car because that's a that's a you're right it's an honor it's a big honor so very cool yeah, yeah. we keep picking our brain like how <laughs> can we do this and yeah it's fun. well and that's the other thing is you're going to bring stuff back from IMSA that you've learned and be able to apply that to to what Champ Car does not all of it's going to work obviously because it's a different animal but there oh. are going to be some things that you're going to learn and pick up on and it can only be good for Champ Car yeah yeah I'm so excited. yep. Awesome. And our staff and our staff because yeah. there's just so many things in in the pro series that we never even thought of. It's like, oh, oh, that's kind of cool, you know, yeah. just on preparation and just all kinds of stuff like that. So, yeah. All right, I think I should hit the button now. Yeah, Brian, do you have any news? I'm just kidding. I do have news, but I'm going to share it with you guys next week. I apologize. Yes, that's even better. No, no, that's I, good. I'm going to share my news with everyone on my show tomorrow night because it's yeah. about that show. Um, yeah. But I am very excited, and uh, I will be happy to talk about it next week. So I'm just messing with you. I know you are. Awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Chelsea. All right. Thanks. That's going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Car. He's Bill Strong. I'm Brian Bolanski. Uh, if you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast. You won't miss any episodes. It'd be great if you would share it on your social media channels, comment on the Champ Car Facebook page, especially if it's a good one. If it's a bad one, put it on someone else's page. You're listening to the Racing Wire Podcast Network, and you are watching on Champ Car Live. Have yourself a great weekend, and go play with cars. Thank you.